Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast powered by Unscripted. Every Thursday, we will catch up with Coach Scully, key players, and discuss the game ahead. The Unscripted Collective is proud to support Davidson Athletics. For more information about all that we offer, visit myunscripted.com. Now here's the host of the Cloud of Dust podcast, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Uh, I am Aaron, and I, I am, I am, I'm on my flu game. I'm on my Michael Jordan flu game right now, and I'm milking it for everything I possibly can. <laughs> Coach, how are you doing this week? <laughs> hey, so, so far, so good, man. So far, so good. Good. All right. I just want to get that out of the way so people don't think I sound weird, but I'm going to sound weird anyway. All right. Let's look back. Uh, last week, uh, again, wasn't able to be there, but uh, let's just take a quick look at uh, last week's game. Yeah. Uh, so, on Tangi, uh, Ber- <clears throat> Berlin, and, uh, you know, a, a, a good team. Everybody we play is good. They're either, like, good, really good, or really, really good. But every, everybody's everybody is is good at this point and um you know i think probably for my seat probably the thing uh my biggest frustration is and this is not to discredit any team you know that that we have played up to this point is you know and just has felt like the past few weeks that davidson has beat davidson and again that like that is does not take away you know from from Clayton Northmont, Derby, or Berlin. At the end of the day, right? It's it's what does the scoreboard say at the at the end? And I get that, um, you know. But I felt like last week, um, what was what was just tough um, was, you know, I felt like we spotted them, you know, fourteen points. And a good team, you can't you can't spot them anything, uh, let alone fourteen points. And you know, I again, it's it's the 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 saying in coaching is what you see is what you coach. Right. So I I told the kids, like, listen, I have really, really broad shoulders uh, and and I get that uh, what you see is what you coach. And so, you know, I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe I need to have uh, higher expectations than I do or, you know, I I don't know, you know, what what it is, maybe higher demands. But uh, but we have to get those things fixed. If we get those things fixed. You know, I, I, I still think we're a we're a good football team when it when it all clicks. It's just so far. Um, I haven't really seen it all click just just yet. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like I've, I'm watching our, our offense get better, and and you know that's been that's been a you know there's been growing pains with with that this year with the inexperience, which you know we said went out the window a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but you know I, the thing with Berlin specifically last week is they're just they're they're very fundamentally sound and very well coached and they will take uh, everything that you give them in terms of, of alignments. And, and then conversely, their, de- their defense, a sign of a really good defense is they're going to make you earn everything that you get on offense, which is exactly what they did. They just, they made us, made us earn everything. And, and when I, when I flipped that, that, that motto, I guess, or that saying in coaching, you know, like, yes, they, yes, they beat us and yes, they, they earned it. But I felt like we put, them in position where they, uh, where it was maybe a little bit easier to, to earn it. I mean, at one point, I think they started a possession on on the two yard line. Mm. Well, you're you, right. Like you're just putting your you're just putting your team in a really bad bad spot when when teams are starting their drive on the on the plus two yard line, right? Right. Um, so so again, like you know, we're I know enough to know that we're not going to deviate, um, you know, like I'm not just going to go, 
you know, all of a sudden like yank the wheel and dr- drift us off, off course. Like right. we are going to stay the course and, you know, I, I believe in who we have and I believe in what we're doing and, you know, we're just going to continually get, get better at, at what we're doing and, and, you know, grow, grow along the way and, and hopefully, you know, learn, learn our lessons as, as now we jump into, into league play. Right. And we talked about this last week, um, perspective, um, league play starts this week. So all of all of your stated goals, and you can restate them for everybody, um, but they're still in front of you. Is that true? Yep, that's true. So number one, win the league. Number two, uh, make the playoffs. Number three, uh, fight fight to spend one more week together. And um, you know, I, some people might might say, "Well, what the heck, coach? Goal number two: sixteen teams make it. Uh, yeah, but three don't. Yep. So <clears throat> I, I'm not gonna de- I'm not gonna deviate from from that goal, if you're if you're playing um, if you're playing in the playoffs in Division One in the state of Ohio, like you, you've done something well al- along the way, uh, whether that's the one seed or the 16 seed, uh, to get an opportunity to you know be in that tournament, which which I would argue is you know one of the one of the top you know tournaments in any division in any state in the country. Um, you know, we are going to keep that as, as a goal and we're not going to deviate from that goal, even though there's 16 teams in now versus, you know, the eight, eight or four that it has, has been traditionally. Yep. So all the goals are still in front of you and all the, the goals as a team are still in front of you. So we've all had a bad day at work. Uh, we've all had a bad quarter, you know, I came up in sales. Uh, we've all had a bad quarter, but it didn't mean it, it crushed our year, you know? And so sure. I, I, I know enough about you to know that you're not going to sit there and, you know, think about the four. You're going to coach them up and uh, get ready for the goals that are still well within your reach. And I think anybody listening that, you know, is in a job or has goals in their life, just because you had a setback doesn't mean that you stop doing anything or that you don't try to fix it so that you can still achieve your goals. Yep. You, yeah, you got it. You know, one it's, and it's as cliche as it sounds, it's just winning. It's winning it, you know, one practice rep at a time, one practice period at a time, one day at a time. And then all of a sudden you can hopefully, you know, stack on a couple of days and, but, but the goal, the goals do not change, right? Absolutely. The, the, uh, the, the prize is still right in front of you. Hundred uh, percent, and I don't want to move quickly. Um, I really don't. We we just have a lot to cover tonight, uh, and some very important things to cover. So, uh, one last question with regard to you know when you watch the tape, you said some of the the wounds were self inflicted. Um, how yeah. how do you fix that? Like just just to give our audience and even myself an understanding, how do you fix that? Like, and, and again, maybe you can't fix it right away, but what what is you know? Can you take us in the film room or the locker room sure. to say, okay, how how do we fix? these self-inflicted wounds sure so it um it it starts with film right Uh, and that's where that's immediately where you have to go so so the old you know adage i think we've threw threw it out a couple weeks ago and and it's true is you know the the eye in the sky doesn't doesn't lie right and so i think part of it is um Part of it is evaluating the game plan that you had in in place going into that week, and then how did we execute that particular game plan? So, so defensively, let's just talk about defense for a second, right? So we assess that on you know stance, alignment, and assignment, right? Because we feel like if we if we're not doing those three things well, then when the ball snapped, right, like we're gonna we're gonna be in in uh, maybe an adverse situation so so what we do is we evaluate that 
as a staff um, together, you know, prior to meeting with with our players. And then our players, you know, come in on, on Saturday and we, we I mean, we literally go one clip at a time. It's it is a uh, it's a process. So it takes us, you know, usually we start film. Um, our kids come in and work out at eight and then we turn the film on at nine. And it's usually um, two and a half hours later. Uh, we split, you know, offense, defense and look at special teams. Uh, but it's it's a long process. It's a very tedious process. And then. Uh, then another thing that we we try to do throughout the week is, and maybe this is an area I think I've maybe grown uh, more than other areas as a head coach is how much we film ourselves at practice and just like the technology that we that we have now, uh, we film our practice periods and then we get that right in and we get it up uh, immediately for our kids to to view on a on a day to day basis. So again, like so much of what we do, Aaron, is just re- revolves around around film, and and showing and pointing out and and you know and film is not a it's not a passive experience, right? So there's certain calls that we have, you know, offensively and defensively, and so we expect our kids to to rattle off those calls as if they were living back in the game moment so it's it's not a just a you know sit with the clicker and hey this is wrong and this is right you know we put we try to put the kids back into um the game and and evaluate themselves as well and that's hard you know for for young you know kids really to to critique them themselves but that's something that that we expect of our guys is is to critique themselves And, and listen sometimes too sometimes it's a bad call Right. right. So coaches right. about we like listen, I, I tell I tell people all the time, like like I, I don't have enough energy to listen to the noise on the outside because I'm harder on me than anybody could ever be on me. Yep. Um in, in my seat. Like I'm very uh critical, maybe not to a fault, um, but I look at, you know, certain decisions that, that I made or certain decisions that I did not make. And I just try to learn and you know, process and, and grow as do our play callers, as do our, our assistant coaches. And uh, so, so everybody's got skin in the game in terms of, you know, ev- evaluating. And then, you know, when you're on the practice field and something is, is incorrect, um, like on Sunday, I just, you know, uh, our staff meeting, I'd said to the coaches last week, I said, Hey, like, you know, just as a reminder, moving forward, like we cannot turn a blind eye to anything. Mm-hmm. Like if you see something at practice and you know it's wrong, get it fixed immediately. Even if that means it takes a little bit of time and maybe it, it I don't know, uh, slows our tempo down. But but I feel like myself, um, there, are, there have been times where maybe I've turned a blind eye to it. Like, oh, we'll get that fixed. Oh, we'll get that corrected. And you turn on the tape and, and, you know, I feel like I'm looking at myself in the mirror when I turn the tape on. It's like, man, on, on Tuesday, I should have said something and I didn't. On Wednesday, we should have repped that again and, and we and we didn't. So uh, that was the big message to the coaches this week. And, you know, um, if, if our kids are making mis- mistakes, you know, as a player, I do think you you got to have thick skin and be able to get coached and welcome coaching. The great ones really love to be coached. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they crave it. Like they want to be told every single time the ball is spotted, like, you know, what, what can I do better? The great ones, you know, and, and the good ones like to be told every, every now and then. Right. Right. Uh, so we try to, we try to teach them 
you know, the difference between good, good and great. And the great ones, they, they want to be told every time the ball spotted, if there's something that they can do better, they want to be told what, what that item is to improve on. And I have a feeling people have heard that in the interviews that we've done with your players uh, in the first six episodes. Um, the other thing I'll say, I know that, that uh, I know you're a Duke fan, <laughs> so maybe this should be a Coach yeah. K quote, but uh, the great Dean Smith uh, used to say, if, if you do what I ask you to do, the victories belong to you and the losses belong to me. Um, and I think, uh, based on six episodes, you know, with you and listening to you and what you've done, I think that's what you do with your players as well is, you know, you're just asking them to do what you, you know, what you're asking them to do and just do what I'm asking you to do. And, you know, you'll let them have the victories, but the losses I know that you take on your shoulders, you said, as you have broad shoulders. So, um, a lot of time spent on that. And again, I'm not moving quickly, but, um, uh, and and if if I can add another nugget so I can get a coach K quote in here every now and then, (laughs) um, you know, his, his big line was, you know, player led teams will always be better than coach led teams. Always. Right. And that's a hundred percent true. And, 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 and we're, you know, we're, we're missing that a little bit right now. And listen, my job is to make it a coach led team, right? Right, Like I can't just give up the reins on, on, until it's time to, you know, organically naturally give up the reins. And so the real, the real magic happens when the players understand the expectation from the coach or coaches or coordinator and then they I, I, they self coach, yeah, right. Right. They they coach themselves, but they also are able to to zoom out a little bit and say, hey, listen, like, you know, so and so, you're not lined up properly on on that. And that's where the real, like, in coaching, like th- those are the goosebump moments, right? Yep. Like yep. when you're when your kids fully fully understand, you know, scheme, culture, tempo, and then they take that from you as a coach. Now, again, I. I know what my job uh, is, and and it has to be a coach-led team. But um, you know, like I said, just to to, to work a coach K quote <laughs> in there, um, you know. And listen, like I've been a part of teams where, my goodness, like all we had to do was get the kids on the bus. Yeah, yeah. like I, I'm not joking when I say that. All we had to do was get the kids on the bus, and then from from the time we got on the bus to the time that game was over, it was their team. Yeah, and it was it was their team, and 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 I think, yeah, I think we're you know, we're, we're missing a little bit of that right now. And hopefully, you know, we start to see a little bit more of that emerge as we jump into league play. And with that, we will put a bow on last week and we will look ahead knowing that our goals are still within reach. Um, and again, I'm not trying to move fast, but we have, we have something very important to cover. And that is this week's game, uh, which we will actually break down X's and O's in the last segment, but, uh, we're playing for something else this week. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, um, so if we have uh, we have a young man on on our team and he is he Jackson Jackson Maynard and Jackson is Jackson is has such a magnetic personality he does you know and and I first um, met Jackson when he was in in seventh grade and um, you know he even would come to youth football camps and then you know got to know him a little bit more as an eighth grader and then as a freshman and now he's a sophomore on on our team and, wh- and when i say he's on our team like he's on our team i mean yep. he has he's on our roster he has a locker uh he has a helmet i mean he is he is on our team um and so this week is is kind of a, a special week because the 
the AF, AFCA, which is the American Football Coaches Association, uh, every season, every football season, they designate a week to essentially, um, you know, raise awareness and funds for uh, for a uh, foundation, you know, coaches coaches for a cure, and specifically, it goes to, towards um, you know increasing awareness and generating funds for research for uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And that is, that's what Jackson's living with yes. um, is Duchenne uh, muscular dystrophy. And, and so this week, um, you know, on, on Monday, we, we kicked off uh, a, a campaign. And so, so what does kick off a campaign, you know, look like, sound like, feel like, so you'll see, you'll see it a lot on, on Saturday. If you're watching college football on Saturday, you'll see a lot of the staffs will have a patch on their, on their shirt, it's a uh, coaches for you know coaches for a cure AFCA patch, and so uh, a few weeks ago I reached out to the organization and said, hey, like, is this something that that we could take part in? We have a, a young man on our roster, you know, who has uh, Duchesne, and we would love to just rally around him. And they said, yeah, no problem. So so this week we'll be wearing uh, we'll be wearing the the patches. Uh, for the game and and the head coach at Olin Tangy Orange is a he's a really good friend of mine he's been a really good friend of mine for gosh probably 15 plus years and uh, I, I sent him a text and I said hey listen um, you know this this week is that AFCA you know coaches for a cure week I ordered your staff some patches you know do you think it'd be okay if if you asked your staff to wear them and he said man absolutely glad to help out uh, so, so Orange's staff is, is jumping in on this as well. And then if you're looking for information, if you go to just the Davidson Football Twitter or the Davidson Football Facebook page, you can see a link to, uh, quote unquote, join our team, which is essentially just you can go. Um, what, what we're trying to take on is to raise awareness, but also raise funds for, um, you know, for, for research specifically targeted towards uh, Duchesne. And so we set a, a arbitrary goal of of a thousand dollars, and I was pretty confident in that mark. And as of, gosh, as of this afternoon, we were, I, I believe, just over six hundred dollars raised towards our goal wow. of of a of a thousand. And so, you know, I've I've talked with Jackson about it. I've talked with his his family about it. And here's the thing with with Jackson is, uh, Jackson, man, he loves football. And he loves Davidson football. He does. And he loves his teammates. Yep. I mean, holy smokes. This this kid, um, you know, he comes he comes to practice. He he's at gosh, he's probably at, at least three practices a week. At least. Mm. And he's and he's always just has such a great outlook on life and, and he's a he's a, a young man that like it's impossible when you're around him, it's impossible to have a bad day. Mm. Like it's humanly impossible. To not, you know, reach down and give him some knuckles, and not exit that conversation with a smile on your face, you know, with all the the world has a lot of crud in it, right? right? I think right. we can agree on that. Absolutely. But let's not forget, there's a ton of good out there too. And Jackson is Jackson is just a, a piece of all the good that's out there. So we feel really strongly that that we want to, you know, rally behind him and and around him and around his his family much like we did you know a, the aj glover mm-hmm. foundation or earlier in the season um and again so much of football has very little to do with with football and all you have to do is pay attention and and just you know live life with your eyes wide open and look for opportunities to to maybe i don't know brighten someone's day or do some good for lack of a better way of of saying it so 
so that's kind of our, you know, our, our, um, you know, focus this week out outside of the, the game is, is we're just trying to do some good for, um, you know, for, for raising awareness and, and funds for research. But, but most importantly, um, you know, we're trying to put Jackson Maynard up on a pedestal this week and just let him know how loved he is and how appreciated he is and, and how, how big of a part of, of our team he, he is. Absolutely. He's, he's, um, he's been that way for a while. He's a staple, uh, I think, among Davidson Athletics, uh, including basketball as well, and uh, amazing family. Uh, their family let us use his van uh, when I had a friend that came into town that was uh, uh, wheelchair bound and needed a van. Um, they 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 let us use their van. So very giving family. And Jackson's an amazing young man. He's actually one of our. Uh, a year ago, we we set up something called the Unscripted Athletes, and uh, Jackson's one of our athletes as well. And so um, really really love that family. And uh, and Jackson is uh, as you said, it's it's hard to have a bad day when you when you meet yep. him and interact with him. So I love that you're highlighting that quickly again the links uh for anybody listening that maybe want to donate or uh how can people get involved i let's let's throw out a challenge okay because i don't know how many of the student section but i'll get on you know my daughter uh is is a part of it she's a senior this year and uh kind of heads up those some some of those things is one of the whatever the other cat girls or whatever they're called i don't know what they're called (laughs) i think so she wears the little jumpsuit or whatever it's called anyway she runs around with the flag when you guys score anyway um i will uh i will you know impress upon her that uh, i think the student section should get involved somehow um and really really let jackson know how much they love him this week uh, that would be very yep. cool how can people yep. and, uh, and, and you mentioned it how can people uh donate or be a part of this yeah the, the the best way is if you go to the davidson football uh twitter uh handle or twitter account and or go to the davidson football facebook page uh, there's a post with a link directly on there and that link will take you right to our team page uh you'll see you know a picture of of Jackson on there. And then there's a, there's a tab on the left-hand side just says donate now. And you click on, on donate now. And you know, you can, you can donate any amount of money and any amount of money donated is, is a plus, you know, you said student section, if I'm looking, you know, up at our student section and everybody up there donated, you know, 50 cents or a dollar, it'd be, it'd be incredible. And we'd be much closer you know, and, and not even much closer. We're going to exceed the thousand dollars. Yeah. Like I'll just breathe, breathe that or speak that into existence. We're going to exceed, uh, the, the thousand, but that'd be a really cool challenge, uh, for, for our student section and for the Davidson community. Every bit helps, you know, every bit helps. Um, okay. So we'll move quickly again. The next thing is the, um, player of the week. And actually I'm going to call an audible. I don't know who your player of the week is, but I'm going to call an audible and have two players of the week. Um, oh. so our DeBellis player of the week, at least mine is going to be Jackson Maynard. <laughs> so Love it. congratulations, Love it. Jackson, you get a $10 gift card from our friends at DeBellis. You are our player of the week. You said he's on the roster and, uh, he's, he's important. He so, uh, why not celebrate him? So, uh, sorry, coach, I'm calling an audible on that one. Uh, All good. <laughs> but let's go ahead and give out two. Who's our, who's our DeBellis, uh, player of the week. Yeah, our uh, our other player of the week this week is going to be uh, sophomore sophomore running back uh, Kevin Kevin Gibbon, and uh, you know he's he was uh, had, had a rough you know kind of couple weeks just kind of working through you know some injuries and some sickness, and and he certainly provided a, a really big spark for us uh, you know last week, and he understands that that the the numbers are the numbers, but the numbers don't happen without the the guys that are in front of him. 
blocking. Uh, but I believe he had 23 carries for 146 yards and two touchdowns wow. last week. And he, and he certainly, you know, that's a lot to put on the plate of a, of a sophomore in high school. And he, he certainly is, is rising uh, to – Every challenge that we that we throw in, for, in front of them. So there's your uh, your other Debella's uh, Player of the Week. Absolutely, and uh, congratulations! You will receive a ten dollars gift card from our sponsors and friends at Debella's. I am so excited to tell you about Debella's subs. If you've never had a Debella's sub, it literally is the best sub you will ever have. I had the pleasure of working with them now for a few years, and I can tell you they have great people, great food. And great bread. It's really good. <laughs> we have used them for lunch, dinner, corporate meetings. I've also used them for our own daughter's graduation party. They're incredible. Go to their website at debellas.com. It's D-I-B-E-L-L-A-S.com. And here's how you get started. You download their app or sign up online and receive $5 off your very first order. You get $5 off every 200 points you earn. And you earn rewards by providing your phone number right at the register or with the DeBellas app. Check them out at DeBellas.com. I'm so thankful that DeBellas Subs is partnered with the Unscripted Collective, but I'm also glad to call them my friends. Uh, now we move on to our two players. Who are we interviewing this week? Yeah, so you'll speak with uh, two senior offensive linemen. Uh, one is Liam Hanley, and Liam is Liam is a he's a program kid. And when I say a program kid, that is that's probably one of the highest compliments that I could give a player is to to call them and consider them a program kid. Um, and what I mean by program kid is is he has he has just his whole career he's just put his head down worked and he keeps showing up you know and isn't that isn't that such a great life lesson to just keep showing up right like when it's not going your way and when it is going your way you know if it's raining snowing sunny and 90 like just keep showing up and and liam just keeps showing up and the more he keeps showing up the more the more he's finding himself you know getting on the field he's in that tough tough spot as a as a senior where you know his reps are uh, have been a little bit limited, uh, but I have so much respect for for him as a as a program kid. And he's a kid that um, you know I've said this maybe about other other kids on this podcast. But you know when my head hits the pillow as a coach, uh, I am never worried at all about Liam Hanley and what and what's going on outside of of Davidson football. He's just high level of trust and. Just a really, really good-hearted young man. He's doing a, a really good job for us. Then the other one is uh, Aiden Wickham, and Aiden Aiden is a, also a senior offensive lineman. Now you'd be hard pressed to find a nicer kid <laughs> on our entire roster than than Aiden Wickham. And you know, I look at Aiden uh, last year, and and he's also he fits in that category of program kid. And as a junior, you know, he's he's doing something last year that was really tough, which is to be a you know a JV player as as a junior because that junior. Junior years, every year is tough in different ways. Your junior year can be really difficult because you you know you're kind of like one foot in JV, one foot in varsity, and you're trying like crazy to get two feet mm-hmm. into varsity. Um, but everybody has their own story and everybody has their own process. And so his process has led him to being you know a varsity starter as as a senior and and. Uh, I give him a, a ton of credit. I I don't know that any kid, honestly, on our roster is more improved 
from last year to this year had an incredible off season. I think just, you know, made, made a, a choice like this is what I want and I'm going to go get it. And, and he's done, he's, he has done a, a, a very good job for us uh, at, on the, uh, on the offensive line. All right. Let me go interview those two and then we will come back and, and uh, take a look at this week's game. All right, welcome back for section two of our player interviews tonight. And my first guest is Aiden Wickham. Did I say that right, Aiden? Yes, you did. There we go. All right, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. I'm Aiden Wickham. It's my fourth year playing football, and I'm a right tackle and number 70. Right tackle, number 70. And uh, I'll tell you a few of the things that Coach said, because he said a lot of nice things about you. He said said that it was hard to find a nicer kid. Do you you agree with that (laughs) statement or no? (laughs) I mean, I don't try to be. It just happens, I guess. Well, that's, that's, hey, it's a high compliment. It's better than, <laughs> I, I guess I'd rather be called that than to find a meaner kid. That wouldn't oh, be, that wouldn't I, be. I agree. I agree. <laughs> there you go. All right. You are a varsity starter. Uh, he said that you played uh, a little bit of JV and varsity last year, and this year you've really grabbed the reins. Um, the other thing he said about you is that you really were probably the most improved player year over year. So uh, what what was the switch for you? What was the uh, moment? And uh, how did you you know really dedicate yourself to really taking the, the grab? Not just making varsity, but, but starter. So you clearly made a jump between your junior and senior year. I think, well, last year I saw players like Will Kanapke, who played left tackle, and Brady Abel, who was a center. I saw how they led, yeah. and I saw like the intent and the, um, like, the amount of effort they put into practice, and whether that be the offseason or like two days, and I wanted to mimic them, and I think that's how I got to where I am today. That's awesome. I mean, you know, you obviously were led by your teammates, which is is. Awesome. That's exactly what you want. I think Coach actually touched on that in the first segment uh, tonight. So uh, what were your thoughts on last week's game? Uh, it was tough. I mean, I I thought we had lots going. Then, um, I don't know. We just got outplayed. And we just need more effort. And we'll come back this week. And we'll truly show them Davidson football. Love it. And uh, the, all the goals, as Coach and I have talked about, all the goals are still in front of you. Would you agree? Yes, for sure. And it's the we start OCCs and right. we're ready. It's a new. It's we're zero and zero. Love it. That's the attitude to have, and we look forward to watching you guys uh, excel and compete on the field. Uh, it's also a special week for Jackson. Do you want to talk about Jackson Maynard for a quick week or a quick minute because he's a huge part of your team? Yes, I, I love Jackson, and I always go, try to go out of my way to make sure he's doing good. And I don't know he's a he's a he's like my brother is what it feels like, and. Um, he has muscular dystrophy and he battles it every day, but it doesn't stop him. He still comes out and he's there for everything, whether it be pregame, two days in the summer, he's there. And I don't know, he's more than part of the team. Like, I don't know. I, I love him. That's awesome. Well, and we're going to celebrate him all week. Um, uh, in, in, uh, you know, especially on Friday. So that's very cool that the team is, uh, is recognizing him. Um, mm-hmm. all right. You ready for rapid fire? Oh, for sure. How many calories does an offensive lineman have to eat per week <laughs> or per day? Let's go per day. Let's go per day. Okay. Per day. <laughs> per day, still pushing at least 3,500. <laughs> and how are, so, so give me a, give me a typical day uh, of your menu. What's it look like? Well, so, I mean, wake up, you better slam like eggs and um, toast, like minimum. 
Then that you then their second breakfast where you do about the same thing. <laughs> then lunch, you just try to load up on whatever you can. And dinner, you go crazy. That's where you get all your calories. But you can't forget dessert. That's where the rest come into. It's it's so awesome being an offensive lineman, isn't it? <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Because <laughs> I mean, if you're like a, you know, one of those safeties or something, you got to keep lean and mean. But man, the offensive line, you got to have that beef. You got to do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, we munch. that's part we of munch the for sure. <laughs> you munch. I love it. All right, uh, favorite um, artist, favorite band, favorite musician, whatever. Um. I listen to so much. I listen to so many random people. Probably um, Ben Folds. It's so out of character for me, and like, but I just I love him. Wow! Seriously, that is left field. I did not expect that one. Uh-huh. I did not expect. All right, Chipotle or Baby Bob? Mm, Chipotle, easy. Best best cheeseburger in Hilliard. Um, Swenson's. Swenson's. Okay. And then if you, so let's just talk about, we talked about dinner and, and slamming dinner. Uh, if mm. you got to go get a big old meal, where do you go? Um, the Grand China by Kroger. Best Chinese food. <laughs> Easily. Fantastic. All right. Uh, maybe there'll be a sponsor. So I'll reach out to him. Sponsor, man. That's, that's great stuff. Well, good luck on Friday. Uh, good luck in league play. And uh, as you said, you're 0 0. So let's go 1 0, man. I uh, appreciate your time tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Player two, section two. Uh, Liam, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll go from there? Yeah. My name is Liam Hanley. I'm number 55. I'm a senior and I play tackle. You play tackle, and uh, Coach had some great things to say about you in terms of your involvement and your uh, dedication to the program. Um, he said that you know reps have been limited, but to, you just keep working. You just keep on working. Uh, where do you get that work ethic from? Um, I just get it through. I'd probably say the program. I think I've been a long. I've been around it a long time, and it's taught me so much about you know just being around with the guys. And it's taught you a lot about football. And, you know, I, I take nothing. Um, I just, I take everything from it. It's just been really important to me. And I see like what all it's done for people like older than us and grades above us. So it's, it's really helped out a lot. And, you know, I kind of strive to be like those guys. It's amazing the theme that has happened with every player that we've talked to, and uh, you continue that theme as well. And that's that comes down to culture. So, uh, as as someone on the outside, I have to love the fact that Davidson has great culture um, that develops players and that that people buy in, like yourself. Um, and it sounds like Coach basically said that 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 you know you've been a program guy and that you've just been there all the time. The other thing he said about you is he's never worried about you off the field. So, where does that come from? Um, I, I definitely give all my credit to my parents They're pretty on me about, you know, being respectful towards everybody and, you know, they're just keeping me in line and straight. Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, you ready for some, well, actually, uh, what were your thoughts on last week's game? Last week's game? Uh, that was, that was tough. Um, I think, you know, we just couldn't get it done, but I feel like our offense definitely, definitely sparked a bit. You know, um, you know, since before last week, we hadn't scored for 11 quarters, but Berlin, we just went out there and we didn't get the job done. But, you know, we definitely showed a little bit of a spark. But, yeah, our, our guys on offense and defense have been uh, totally improving these uh, past couple weeks. So you feel like you're ready for league play? I think we are ready for league play. 
Love it. And I think it's time to put all the pieces together, right? The, all the goals are still in front of you. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do, but I'm excited for the, what the rest of the season has for us. Love it. Love the attitude. Um, all right, let's have some fun. Uh, you ready for some rapid fire? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so I asked um, ask Aiden a few mi- a minute ago, or uh, so how many calories do you eat per day since you're on the offensive line? <laughs> oh, man, I too many to count. Too many to count. I, yeah, I, I I eat quite a lot. I do, you know, I I try to watch what I eat sometimes, but you know, not not in season, not right? Too, not in season. Yeah, diet diet's not the greatest. You know, they got Bogo on Thursdays, so that kind of <laughs> yeah. Well, who's got Bogo? Buffalo Wild Wings. Buy one get one wings. So <laughs> if you ever go there on a Thursday, you know we're there. Oh, that's right. So I know where to find you on a Thursday. That's fantastic. I was going to say, what does your typical menu look like during uh, any given day? What does it look like? Any given day at B-dubs? Any given day, period. <laughs> like when you wake up in the morning until you go to bed oh, at night. All right. Yeah, any given day, I kind of wake up. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll usually just start with something light. I'll start with off with a granola bar and then I'll... I'll uh, eat maybe a peanut butter sandwich before I go to school, and then I don't have a lunch, so I'll I'll have a little chunk of time in between when I get home before practice. So I'll probably I'll eat a, quite a bit there. I'll eat a couple sandwiches, and then I'll scarf down some pretzels, and <laughs> and then and then I got dinner, and you know it's it's always something new for dinner. Where so I think you've already covered this. Um, where do you go? Let's just all right. So. Uh, outside of B-dubs, where do you go when you want to go get a dinner and you know you want to get as many calories as possible? Where do you go for dinner? Oh, um, it's usually just B-dubs, but I mean, there's a couple other places that I like to go. You know, me and my family kind of go to a place called Hales Ales yes. a lot. Yep, absolutely. Fantastic. It's over by Lowe's, right? Yes, there. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get a lot of stuff from there. All right, so I know where to find you uh, if I'm looking for you. I know where to find you. Oh now. yeah, you'll see me there. <laughs> there you go. All right, and uh, what uh, what's what's the band that you listen to to get pumped up? Band that I listen to to get pumped up. Um, that's tough. I, I do listen to kind of everything. I listen to rap. I listen to country. I, I pretty much listen to it all. But you know, sometimes I'll throwing some rap like little baby in there and then other times i'll listen to some acdc maybe some weekend or bruno mars but i i play it all before the game you're cracking me up man seriously (laughs) so so uh if i so you're probably the guy uh i don't know what that that thing is called it's like uh, we used to call them jukeboxes but i know they have like bar tunes or whatever it's called at b-dubs so you're probably dialing up something on your iphone and and playing that at beat ups while you go both. Um, I I actually haven't seen them at beat ups, so no, unfortunately not. I haven't been playing anything. <laughs> All right, we are way off track. <laughs> uh, let me think of one more. Uh, what's your favorite movie? What's my what favorite movie? My favorite movie. I'm a big I'm a big Avengers guy. I'm a big Marvel fan. Okay. All right. So, which one is your favorite of the Avengers? Which one is your favorite? Of the Avengers, that's tough, but um, I'd probably go with Captain America. He's my guy. That's your guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, man, thanks for playing along tonight. Thanks for your time. Thanks for being thanks a program guy, and honestly, thanks for leading. Uh, you know, in that rest, in that uh, that aspect as well. So, good luck this week. Let's go one and zero in conference, and just keep uh, putting this thing together. 
So thank you for having me. All right, man. I appreciate you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. See you. All right, Coach, we're back for segment three, uh, two great interviews. And uh, now let's take a look at this week's game. Where do we have? Where is it at? All those, all, let's get all the particulars. Yeah, so we open up league play now, and we're, we're at Olentangy Orange on uh, Friday at 7 p.m. is the kickoff. And, you know, they uh, it, it's it's interesting because they are – they are this year kind of where we were maybe last year. So we were coming off of a, of a difficult season, a two and seven season. And last year's team um, at Davidson, just there was just a chip on the shoulder to get things back to where we expect it to be, which is competing for league championships. And so I look at them on film and I'm like, man, I see, I, I see what, I see what they're what they're going through and and what they're living is they are they're fighting like crazy to get themselves back to where they feel like they should be. You know, they had a a difficult year last year. I think they were one and nine, didn't make the playoffs. And of the uh, at at least five of the nine losses, they were leading by at least two scores in those games. Wow. And so so when I when I see a very hungry on tangy orange team, and again, it just kind of parallels maybe where we were. Uh, you know, a year ago and their head coach, uh, he's a really good friend of mine, coach Schroeder. And we've been friends for 15 years and, and we, you know, we both, uh, we both kind of hate this game. You know, when you go right. up against one of your really, really good friends, uh, you know, the, the, the pregame handshake is, is, is always cordial, but it's, we both are just like, ah, man, this is, this is a tough, this is a, a tough couple hours. And then, you know, he's just, He's always been very supportive of me and, and, and I don't have, I'm a young head coach. I don't have a very big circle, you know, in the, in the coaching profession right now. And, and I can always call him outside of the week that we play each other. I could always call him, always call him. And, and he can always call me and, you know, Hey, what do you think about this? And hey, have you ever come across this and how would you handle this? And, and, you know, what are your thoughts on this? And, and I'll never forget, you know, in our, year a couple of years ago um when we were two and seven he called me every single sunday wow. he called me every single sunday and and all he kept telling me was he said listen just like chop wood carry water yep. which is which is a great book if you've never read it yep um and it's all about the process like falling in love with the process of getting the results that you want it's not it's not about the results it's about falling in love with the process to get there but every single sunday he you know i just respected it so much he just called me checked in on me you know hey how are you doing you know keep you know keep stay on course keep coaching you know you guys are getting better we see it on film and um so it's a tough week from that standpoint um and they have uh they're they're very multiple on on offense i mean they can they can jump in, you know, two backs and run it right at you. And then they can go empty and spread the field. And they can do that in, in back-to-back snaps. And, you know, their defense historically is, has, I know that they're kind of their mantra is they, they like to run and they like, they like to, you know, get as many hats on the ball as, as they can. And they're, they're, they're very well coached. It's, you know, my opinion, it's a, it's a proud program. And, uh, you know, we certainly, you know, we certainly have thrown everything, you know, at our kids so far in, in practice and preparation this week. And there's a there's a lot to a lot to prepare for. And, you know, it's a it's a road game and it, it can be a tough place to play. They have a great turnout every home game. They have a great, you know, great experience, great marching band, great student section. So 
um, you know, like every other week, we we certainly have have our hands full, and we just you know, as we prepare for them, we also need to keep the focus, you know, shifted on ourselves and make sure that Davidson doesn't keep beating Davidson. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm not sure I have much to add to that. It sounds like uh, another challenging week, but again, all of our goals are still ahead of us, and the goals actually start on Friday. So um, thank you again for your time, Coach. Thanks for the insight into the program, as always. Uh, congratulations to our winners of the DeBellis Player of the Week, and uh, good luck on Friday night. All right, Aaron. I appreciate it. All right. We will uh, We will talk again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Aaron. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your social platforms. Also, make sure to visit myunscripted.com to see how our unscripted collective team can help your business too. Until next week, go Cats!